everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Power Podcast. Today's episode was not planned. Things happen. We adapt. And uh, this week, we're supposed to be launching our episode with the ladies from Wallace Turner Law Firm, who both just received the Empowerment Award at the YWCA Gala yesterday evening. And things happen. Uh, just like this week and last week, but I owe it to you, our listeners and to myself. I'm holding myself accountable to still record. It's Friday later afternoon. And, um, this is also a healing process for me. So, you know, the past two weeks I had to reschedule with Starletta Smith from the YWCA that is rescheduled and with the ladies from Wallace Turner, that are rescheduled and it's and it's the month of March and I've I've expressed of how much this means to me and I wanted powerful inspiring empowering women on the podcast so they are still going to be coming on and we can always celebrate women continue to celebrate women not just in March so you are getting a dose of me again and today's episode is a little bit different I'm going to be sharing my heart and my palms are sweaty which means I'm about to be vulnerable and share what's on my heart. We're going to call this uh, Wellness Women's Month, and it goes along with power, performance, wellness, recovery. So this is why I love my platform and I can do whatever I want to do and how I can tie it and adapt to it. You know, um, for those of you that follow me on social media, uh, I am very transparent and I share a lot of what's going in my life personally and professionally. And it has been, whoo, it has been a challenge the past two weeks. And I just have to be able to find ways to cope with these unexpected situations and experiences and continue to be hopeful and pray and have faith that it's all for a reason. And it sure is because what has transpired over the past week has been a blessing more than I can even express in words. I'm still processing everything that's happened. And, you know, I did share that, you know, I went to Relly's wedding in Cabo, Mexico, and it was, ah, it was just everything I needed. And I truly feel deeply that I was meant to be there for a reason to prepare of what has come over the past two weeks. And, you know, here I am in this beautiful setting, celebrating rally and, but also by myself. So I was able to be uh, just alone in my thoughts that I really needed. And just had every intention of coming back home and just hit the ground running with everything that I am planning to do and what I want to do. Um, and things change. This is, this is why life is not linear. This is why um, I ultimately truly feel that I've said it uh, a few times and I've said it since you know, since I started dealing with a lot of hardship in my life was, uh, and we have this little, we have it, and one of those little things that you buy in the stores, it's on my mom's stove. If you're handed it, 
you can handle it. And these struggles, these challenges that we experience only make us stronger. I know we hear this a lot, but I'm going to share my truth, my story, my heart. Um, I swear to God, guys, I think I need to hire a ghost writer, but my story is, (laughs) we're just in another chapter in this life. I did um, share with you, you know, part of my life that uh, has resonated with so many women out there when I was a single mother and starting the business, well, there is no rule book to being a mom. There is no rule book to being a single mom, a stepmom, a working mom, and this is what I'm here for. I am here to provide support, to share my heart, and to, if you're listening to this, to let you know you are not alone, because there's so many times that I have felt alone, especially this week. Um, You know, last week, my baby was sick, and we know mommies that our oh, I didn't press record on my camera and that was a there we go press record and that was a really good beginning okay so I'm gonna continue this so um and we know mamas you know when our babies are sick we just feel helpless especially um when they're when they're young and they're babies so last week was challenging because you know I, I had to um get out of my routine and I was feeling so energized of coming home from Mexico. So working from home, I am grateful that I have the flexibility to do that and that I have an incredible team to run the operations and everything that this gym has to offer and serve our community. So for that, I'm so grateful. It's just, I'm sure a lot of you can relate when you are, um, in a place that you have no control over things. We just have to find the positive in it. And last week was, you know, was it took a little turn and I was still able to have some meetings at home and to take care of my baby. I mean, it's great because I always complain that she wants Joe and she actually wanted me. So that's a win. Uh, so last week was one thing and then we had every intention that our my bonus babies were going to be here on Saturday uh, during their spring break and for those of you that do not know my bonus babies Jordan and Jada they were in a we were or we still are in a you know custody battle and they live half the year in Idaho and half the year in New York So since right after Christmas, they have been in Idaho and their spring break was this week. So um, without going into like very, very details, again, like I said, this is me sharing this is also healing for me. And, um, you know, some people choose to be very private about their life. And I do share what's on my heart and I do share what... I feel is needed to say, Um, and I'm allowed to. I've always wanted this platform to be uncensored and to be able for anyone who comes on this podcast to be able to share their head, their heart, and everything that they can give. So this is me giving to those who are listening who can relate and resonate, and please reach out to me. Like If this is something you can relate to and you need to vent and you 
want to share your heart, that's it. That is like why I'm here on this earth. This is what this is one of the gifts that I can give you. Um, and this is also a healing process for me because I have been in the healing mode since I was a single mother. So as I was saying, um, you know, I was just, there's no rule book to life and especially of being a mom. And I was even thinking about the title of this episode and I, you know, I call myself a bonus mom, not a stepmom. And, but I do like that taking the step out of stepmom because I have been in my bonus baby's life for now five years and my heart has just been wide open since they came in to my life. Um, this week was everything that I was wanting. My babies were here. I was going to be attending the Women's Summit uh, at the Rivers Casino from that was with the Albany Business Review. I was just like, I'm ready to get my cup filled up. I love conferences and it's all with the women from the Capital Region because it's Women's History Month. And then also on Thursday evening was the YWCA's 40th Annual Empowerment Award. So two huge events in one week on top of my babies being here. Well, some unexpected things happened and we didn't get our babies here on Saturday. And then they were supposed to be here on Monday. And that didn't happen either. So, you know, there there will be a point where I really share the details of what happened and how everything transpired. And it's extremely unfortunate. And I... Joe and I and Skyly and Bria have prayed for our family and have prayed for our bonus babies for Jada and Jordan to be safe, to be healthy, to be happy. Um, We have been really trying to get into our faith and find another resource to to feel good and to feel supported. And um, when everything happened this past weekend and... um, they were off the grid and we couldn't find them it was probably one of the most terrifying moments of my life oh my god stop crying I've been doing this every episode this is like the new me and even though you guys know me from if you know me from like beginning of the um of building my business this was me because I was I felt like I was so vulnerable I felt like it was very transparent and super authentic and I have realized over the past three to four months that I was losing that part of me and I needed to get that out and feel completely unapologetic through what's been happening in my personal life that has really affected and impacted my professional life. So, you know, I, for those of you that follow me on social media, I've been, you know, coming out with that and, and, and like tapping back into my inner like queen, my inner badass of of releasing that and it's been such a healing process and even just when I put out my story the, the chapter of my life with Bria's father and starting the business and now it's like this whole new chapter that I was being a single mom and now to being a bonus mom I oh my goodness I try to listen to some podcasts on on support of being a bonus mom and how to navigate through these challenges um, I'm just so passionate about helping mothers and it's really been, it's really hit me even 
harder in the past couple months where I felt like I've realized that's what I've been missing missing is connecting with more women and connecting with moms and that's how I started the business I had to really tap into this so that's why I'm recording this today and because I know there's so many of you that this can help and I didn't realize that until I did share my story again on being a single mom so this is more more so about being a bonus mommy And so when our babies were supposed to be here on Saturday, then on Monday, and we were on virtual court, and a lot of things happened that um, were in our favor, and we did not know, we did not expect this. Um, It was one of those things that like, okay, now we have emergency court on Wednesday, and you know, my first thought was, this was my first thought. And I'm just going to be very honest. Fuck, I have to miss the Women's Summit. I was so excited for this. One more thing I have to sacrifice. One more thing. That was my mindset. And I knew right away I had to shift my perspective and just be like, I would never miss this. This is this is priority. Family is number one. I would never miss this. This is emergency court. You know, our babies unexpectedly get here Tuesday morning from being in the car and on a red eye for about 72 hours, three days of traveling and finally knowing where our children were and being in safe, a safe place. Um, But when we were granted temporary full custody on Wednesday morning, I knew that this was a new beginning and this was another transition and the bonus mama had to step up again and, um, you know, just have to prioritize some things in my personal life and professional life again. When I say my brain has been all over the place, on top of my hands and my feet and on top of that my fridge broke as soon as they landed here like this is what I'm saying like when I say like if you're handed it you can handle it like I'm like one more goddamn thing and I love how people are giving me options go find a cooler and do this I'm like this is the least of my options if my yogurt goes bad fuck that like I don't care I'm just happy my baby's here and we have to figure this new lifestyle out again um but here I am just, wow, so grateful and blessed that the truth has been coming out and it has been almost two years of being patient. And that's like the number one thing that I can say is being patient and what Joe and I have said to each other is we have to be patient and this is the long game we know what we provide we know who we are and all these little things all these little when I say little things big things you know I had CPS called on me the truth on my daughter's birthday on Bria's birthday in January I had CPS called on me saying telling me that that I that they received a call that I am a rape victim and that I'm mentally ill on medication and I am in danger to my children. (sighs) Like, 
I used to be an educator and call CPS on other parents. And then now, the day after my daughter's ninth birthday sleepover, I had two women come into my house and look in my fridge, look in my children's bedrooms, and interview me, interview Joe, and interview Bria on if my if if they are safe in this house and what if i was on medication and had a mental illness and isn't that a great thing that that people who are mentally ill are on medication and taking care of themselves like this is it has been i can't explain to you how hard it's been to just have to sit back and not react and i've learned so much through this process because i have been nothing but supportive and loving and been that bonus mom that every every stepchild would want in their life I've treated my bonus babies like they are my own and to have the cops called on you twice to be threatened for my child to be name called like it has been it has been awful and it is still going to be continued, but just being in the courtroom on Wednesday morning and seeing how difficult it is and how the system works, it is, um, yeah, I give my heart to so many families, blended families out there who are going through divorce, who are going through custody battles, because this is a scary, scary thing. And ultimately, it is for the safety and health of our babies. So what I'm here for, this is 17 minutes too long. I want to share some, some things how I have been able to overcome and some things for bonus moms and for single moms of how to navigate through these challenging times and since there's no clear rule book. You know, every situation is very unique and there's no one size fits all approach to how to be the best mom, single mom, bonus mom, working mom. But I'm going to talk on behalf of being a bonus mom. The number one thing is embracing flexibility. Yeah, I mean, I think you can all hear about the flexibility I had this week. I mean, just yesterday, um, as I was about to get ready for the gala, I had CPS come to my house again and the new fridge. <laughs> so I'm like, is this really happening right now? But yeah, it is. And we just got to deal with it, right? Uh, so, you know, it's just we have to remember that we can't control everything and we have to adapt and adjust to all these changing circumstances um, because it's for the best needs of our of our babies, the children. Uh, number two, communication is key. <laughs> Trust me, me and Joe are still working on that. And co-parenting, communication is so vital in any relationship, yes. But when it comes to blended families, it is number one. And save all your text messages. Everything should be in text messages. I was, you know, between the three of us, we have been on a group uh, text since we started this five years ago. And um, it wasn't until January when I took myself off for the sake of my mentality and my emotional well-being. And it brought so much peace to my life that I was able to just step away and distance myself, but still support Joe. So 
um, communication, honesty, integrity, trust is the number one thing and being patient with with that type of communication because there are so many things that I would throughout this process would want to say Joe you should do this Joe you should do this Joe you should like stepping back and taking a deep breath and just being that support system um again I could go deeper on that but let's just go to the next one number three patience and understanding as I just said patience this has been the most this has taught me so much patience and that's one of my weaknesses that I have experienced that I've known about myself for so long um because it takes time it takes a lot of time for us to adjust for our children to adjust to new situations new relationships um and just when I think about Jada and Jordan they are little chameleons and they adapt to the environment like the fact that what has transpired over the past couple days and they are just smiling and happy and genuinely happy um to be able to be patient like we we need to take a lesson from our from our children i like i also may think like we need to see how resilient and how brave our children are and how strong they are and take that and then use that as our strength um next number four seek support um that is probably been one of the best things that has happened to joe and myself and our children is putting them into therapy and so happy that jade and jordan are getting back into therapy um you know it has when i see bria's progress for the past two years of consistently going to her feelings doctor every other week and being able to talk about her feelings and being able to express them and communicating them. I'm, I'm such a proud mom, but with this it, being a bonus mom, seeking support, whether it be in therapy, other bonus moms, podcasts, there's books out there. We, we, we need advice and we need guidance because again, there's no rule book. Um, next prioritizing self-care. I realized this when I was in Mexico, that I need to put myself first. Not all the time. Like right now, I just was with one of my coaches before this, and um, I'm like, okay, well, I'm on the back burner again. I had all these plans, and she goes, you're not on the back burner. You're just on the warmer. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, I'm on the warmer. Okay, let's stay there. Um, because Because this is one of the most emotionally and physically draining experiences of my life and I I've I've felt very similar feelings of when I was a single parent and starting the business but this is a whole different dynamic and dimension because we want to do it all right we want to make sure our bonus babies are feeling just as loved and cared for and safe as our own babies so how do we feel confident that we can give that to them? We have to take care of ourselves. And however that looks, I am still trying to find this. I am developing new habits. I have changed my morning routine. Uh, whether that be taking a walk. You know, one of my coaches said, take a cold shower in the morning and take a walk first thing in the morning and you're going to feel energized. Praying. Um, starting to do that. It's still been uncomfortable for me, but um, I have seen a lot of signs and things that have changed since I have really incorporated my faith back into my life. 
Um, so I want to keep this short and I want to be able to be a support system and resource for you if you're listening and or if you know someone who is in a similar situation to share this podcast with them and have them reach out to me. Uh, I, I I was I felt so overwhelmed and grateful when I had so many other single women or women who were in an abusive relationship reach out to me. You know, between embracing flexibility, communication, patience, seeking support, and prioritizing self-care, bonus mommies, you can do it. And it's never going to get easier unless you find a way and, and find a way to utilize these these ways, these resources to to be successful and not successful, but like just with everything in life because we wear so many hats and that's something I'm trying to navigate and and figure out too. It's like it's like we're the mom, partner, friend, wife, leader, manager. So there's so many different things like I don't really truly feel there is ever balance because when your mom hat is on you're shifted to one side and you're not balanced and thinking about you know your, your your work your career when you're at work are you fully thinking about your children so like when we think of balance is there really such thing so but it's just about support and figuring out how we can cope and respond um so I hope this helped because it helped me. My palms aren't as sweaty and I am very excited to still share with all the, all the new women who are going to be on this podcast. So I, you know, I, I apologize that, that it's been me back to back, but then I, you know what? I need to be unapologetic. Like, why am I apologizing? It's always that guilt, right? The mom guilt, the mom guilt. Well, here we go. I hope this helped. Until next time, power to the people.